This is the Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Are you struggling to find success betting sports? Tired of empty promises and scams handicapping services? Wondering why Vegas sports books become richer and richer and how you could win on sports too? This podcast is what the sports investing industry truly needs an insider look into proven successful strategies. The Z Code Podcast is your crash course in sports investing that destroys popular misconceptions and provides invaluable sports prediction analysis tools that you can download for free. We outline insider winning systems from experts that make a living through sports investing and explain how you can do it too. Armed with the best tools in the industry and a proper mindset, sustaining profits is easier than ever before. Welcome to Z-Code Podcast. Hey guys, Scott here and welcome to another episode of our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast the only podcast that is truly dedicated to helping you become a successful sports investor. We are doing our best to bring you the best of the best, the most inspiring guests that are willing to share their message, their systems, and their picks with you in order to help you succeed in sports investing. We take sports betting really seriously and treat it as a business because if done right, there is a lot of money to be made professionally trading sports. And you heard me right. I said trading sports, not gambling. And today I have a special guest on our show. Jake is one of the youngest and most successful tennis handicappers out there. During this year alone, he made over 300 units of profit by professionally betting tennis using his pregame picks, live bets, and special big size bombs. But let's hear from the master himself. Jake, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. So good to have you with us on the call today. And I guess, am I correct in assuming you uh, are reading that you are originally from the UK, but you're calling us from Dublin today? Well, I was born in Poland, but uh, I recently moved to UK to study at the university to my college degree. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit more about yourself, if you wouldn't mind. And, and in that, tell us how you got into sports investing. Well, it's a pretty funny story. I was I used to watch a lot of football and snooker and tennis with my grandfather, who was really into sports. So uh, we used to watch sports together, and he he opened up a, a betting account at BWIN, which is one of the first bookmakers in Poland. And we, we just bet for fun because... Well, it's it's always more fun to have some money at stake when betting and watching watching sports at the same time. So so we just bet on volleyball and <laughs> all the sports we didn't have a clue clue about, but we somehow got into it and just you know had had fun together when watching sports. And mainly during summer, we used to bet on tennis together. We we made some money actually, obviously lost some too, but overall it was a pretty funny experience and. That's how I got into betting when I was around the age of 13. <laughs> okay. So it sounds like you kind of got into it uh, out of emotional experience and good times like a lot of us do. We just enjoy it for the sake of uh, betting on our teams and, and having something else attached to it to make it a little more exciting like you were saying. But how did you kind of evolve that into actually investing? Well, after many years, I sort of thought about how I can approach this in a more professional way. And 
only four years ago I started I've, I've created my first uh, tennis system I was only playing during summer time and I sort of avoided the January to March so period when it's it's quite unpredictable I just I just bet on the Grand Slams there's four mm-hmm. Grand Slams in the whole year and I sort of found it profitable over the over that time and I, I've realized that there's some money to be made from tennis and I sort of started investigating it a bit more and looking into players trying to understand the psychology of the players and analyzing all the statistical things about all the players and the different courts and different different cities where the players play and the tournaments so you know it's it's been a big it's been a big journey and here I am right now I have all these analytical statistics and I sort of know how to approach tennis now much better than I did before and I've seen over the over the past four years I've, de- I've, I've developed different systems and there's live bang there's pre-game bang there's um, cherry picks which I have on hold right now but I'm probably gonna go back to those as well and that's my journey honestly like probably a lot of our listeners, I don't know a whole lot about tennis, except for probably those Anna Kornikova pictures I looked at when I was younger. <laughs> but mm-hmm. for those who never bet tennis, could you please tell us a few of the steps that we would need to kind of get started? Well, you definitely have to start watching matches. And, you know, you can't bet on sport that you don't like. If you, if you start enjoying tennis, then that's the sport you can bet on. You always have to go with what you enjoy because if you don't like a sport, you're not gonna make money from it. And that's how I how I learned over the past years. I used to bet on football a little bit as well, but then I sort of realized it's not my sport. I'm not good at it. I can't predict matches very well. I just decided to stick with tennis. So the only sport I'm doing right now is tennis, and I'm not doing anything else. And that's what interests me. And that's that. That has my attention. That's my that full attention, sir. And well, you just have to, you know, enjoy the sport, watch the matches, see how the players behave on court, look at their body language, watch the match, and see if you can see any patterns evolving during the match. Like, for example, you can see if you watch matches, you'll you'll see that seventy-five percent of players who are the big favorites to win the match and they lose the first set there is 74% chances of them winning the next two sets also i've i've realized by doing a lot of statistical analysis that the player that wins first set and loses the second set and is the favorite to win the match from the beginning will more likely win the third set in 78% of chances that happens so overall Enjoy the sport, watch it, look, look at the statistics, check different types of courts like clay courts, grass courts, hard courts, and look how players behave on those different surfaces. There's a lot to be learned from tennis, and you have to understand that tennis is a two-player sport or a four-player sport. Therefore, it's, it's not as easy to predict as football because if a player has a bad day, then that will most likely affect the way he's playing. And obviously in football, when a player has a bad day, he can just stand in the box and, you know, jump for the head there, score a goal, and then they win the match. In tennis, it's a completely different story. You just have to be there on court, physically, mentally, just to win the match. Therefore, I prefer to bet live tennis because I can see what's happening on court and I can analyze 
based on the information and the knowledge that I have. Okay. And what are the most popular bookies that support tennis and live betting? In live betting, I would suggest using Bet365. Obviously, not many people can use that outside of Europe. I've seen some guys from Australia and America being able to use that bookmaker. But if you have access to it, that's the best bookmaker for live betting. Um, I've been betting with them for the past years and, you know, it's just they have pretty much all the matches you want and the odds are relatively high. Well, they they, they are competing with marathon bet, but um, overall, the amount of matches at Bet365 is much higher than ever, everywhere else. For your American betters, I would suggest um, probably Bovada or Five Dimes which I'm pretty sure tennis has been introduced recently. It's not a new thing. Live bang is still new to America, so it's it's coming, but it's not going to be there for another few years. You know, all the matches, you, you won't be able to see them. Maybe just like the main ones, like Grand Slams and Masters. Okay. Well, you're talking a lot about live betting. What are the most common tennis bet types? Um, I've, I've, I know that I've read you do some sort of pregame bets, Obviously, you're into the live betting. Can you tell us a little bit more about what's the most common and about your system? Um, in pre-game bets, I usually just choose the player to win the match, money line. Um, sometimes I take handicaps, except I would really discourage people from using sort of like plus 1.5 games handicap because well, I often see people thinking, taking handicaps just because, you know, everyone takes handicaps in American sports. That's not really the case. That's not how they work in, in tennis. Plus 4.5 would cover sort of 6-4, 6-4 score. While plus 1.5, you'd have to imagine one of the players is going to win a set or win the match. Or, you know, if it's even if he wins the match but loses one of the sets 6-1, then, you know, he has to cover the spread. And sometimes you're better off just paying money line. Therefore, that's what I always choose. And even my bombs are usually money line or I tend to bet on sets as well, like a player to win 2-0 or 3-0. So those are the most common bets that you can see from me. I think some of the other ones like a player to win first set or over 22 games in the whole match, those are sort of less predictable bets. But sometimes when I feel confident enough about releasing a bet like that you may see something like that but you know not very often and sure not enough statistics to back those up you have the statistics however you know it just depends how the match is gonna go because sometimes the player may not feel that way like he did last time against that player and he may just lose like 6-4 6-4 and that doesn't cover the overspread or so a lot of things may happen on the court and I think money line is the safest way to bet on. Gotcha. With Wimbledon starting soon, it's probably the most famous tennis tournament in the world uh, due to its prestige. But can you tell us more about your profit expectations and that event itself? I use, I always put myself some sort of a, a goal to hit every, every tournament. And well, Wimbledon is one of the four Grand Slams. And this one is a bit different on the other ones because it's going to be played on grass. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't count Nadal or you know Djokovic as the big favorites like they always are. 
for the for the males section you often see for females you often see uh sort of unexpected winners like it's not always sharapova or williams is gonna win the wimbledon it's always a bit mixed up and there are new faces every single time in the finals so you know it's it's an unusual tournament because the balls are really fast on the court it's it's the fastest court so you'll you'll see a lot of fast points a lot of players who like to play fast ball instead of you know slow tennis so federer might be a good chance to bet on he likes fast tennis he he won wimbledon a couple of times already so you know, it's just, it's a faster court, so don't look at the analysis from different courts. Like, if you see, perhaps, Nadal, who won 65 matches and lost one on clay, this will not be the same on grass. He, um, based on my analysis, Nadal reduces his tennis by 22% in terms of break points and break chance break save and uh, first serve percentage he reduces his tennis by 22 percent so it seems like he doesn't prefer this sort of court and what about your goals or your expectations my goal for Wimbledon will be about 80 units altogether and that will be between life bang and pre-game bang but that's usually uh, that's usually a bit higher I, I tend to hit close to 100 units for a grand slam so we'll aim around eighty to hundred units, and that will be satisfactory. We did very, right. we did very well on French Open, close to eighty units. So let's do that again. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. What other big tennis tournaments do you usually bet throughout the year, and and what's their profit potential? Is it the same? Uh, the profit potential isn't always the same. The the tournaments are in different times of the year, so. You have the smaller tournaments like ATP 250 and then you have the Grand Slams and Masters and the ATP 500. So from ATP 250 up to Grand Slams, there is a huge difference. And, you know, the top players don't really like to play at ATP 250 because they they give you less points for winning the tournament. And only when players like to prepare for themselves for the season, like, like right now you have the grass season which started at the, at the start of the month. So you have a couple of ATP 250, which are a bit less predictable because players change the, the, the core type and they won't be playing. They will, they will be playing on, well, sorry, they're playing on different court now. So it won't, it won't be the same as they, they won't be the same as they played last month, for example. I bet throughout the year, except, you know, there are times where the tournaments are more predictable and there are times that the tournaments are less predictable. So expect Australian Open at the start of the year to be, in January, to be less predictable than, for example, French Open or the Wimbledon because the players are already warmed up. You know, they've played tennis for the past few months and at Australian Open, they just came back from the New Year's Year's and celebrated celebrating new year's and you know christmas time so australian opens it always a bit less predictable but as the season progresses it's it's more and more predictable and then in june and july things are a lot more predictable to bet on so you know i have a lot more confidence in myself to bet on tennis players and release big size bumps like we said last in the interview at the start well, I'm sure your confidence is pretty high. You did over 300 units of profit with the live betting. 
So for those who are new to Z code, could you tell us more about how you do your live betting sessions in Z code VIP club and how all that works? I have sessions every week almost. And therefore the tournaments that we have available for females and males section. So usually it's around from 11 o'clock until three o'clock. We have a goal of seven units per session right now that's been discussed with many members and that's what we've decided would be the most appropriate you know just to hit hit our goal and leave the session because there's no point of chasing profits just you know hit the goal and that's it for the day so the session starts around 11 o'clock and you have a live paying room which was developed by the z code system guys thanks to mike and the rest so you'll have a live paying room on the right-hand side of your screen on the Z-Code website in the VIP club section. And there I release bets. So you just have to have a Bet365 account that would be preferable. And, you know, I'll just, I'll just tell you to bet on, let's say, Stevens to win the match at 2.15 odds. And I tell you the amount of units you have to place. And you just go to the bookmaker and place the bets. You'll hear a sound when the bet comes, so you are up to date, and the, the there is no gap. Like the bets won't come five minutes later because it's on time. So the system is perfect, and you know, you know, you have enough time to place the bets. So if I'm not a tennis fan, I know you said earlier that you should choose a sport that you like. But let's say I'm not. Is it hard for people who are not tennis fans to follow your system? Because you make it sound kind of really easy right there. No, my systems are relatively easy to follow. You just have to have the, the right bookmakers. Sometimes I tend to release bets that may not be available at one bookmaker, but I sort of suggest using two bookmakers, maybe Bet365 and Paddy Power or something on site that has pretty good tennis uh, section available. I think for, for Americans, five dimes is fine as well. So... Following my system is not very hard. You just have to find the tournament, place the bet, that's it. There is there's not much to it. I release standard handicaps as well, so it won't be like you have to have multiple different bookmakers. There's only Pinnacle, I believe, and Paddy Power that do sort of different handicaps. Like instead of the standard minus three three point five for a certain game that's been released by all the bookmakers. They, they will have alternative lines like minus 2.5 or minus 1.5. So just have one main bookmaker, then you may have like a second bookmaker just in case there is a bet that might, might not be at bet365, but it will be somewhere else. I suggest using Pinnacle, for example. They have the lowest margins, therefore you will have guaranteed highest odds possible. What would you say is the secret to your success? How you became so successful? I mean, you were among the top leaders of even the last Z Coach Street contest. So, what would you say separates you maybe from some others? I've created my systems over the past few years, so they've been back tested, and you know, I've been playing tennis for over three years consecutively, year by year. So I sort of know, and I have the confidence that, for example, I will have a bad week, but then. I know that at the end of the month, I will make profit. So, you know, I just have this mindset that allows me to be confident about my, my, my system. And I know that 
there maybe this tournament may not be as prof may not bring as many profits uh, sorry as much profits as some other ones but even if you lose few units there i know that for example when wimbledon comes then we're gonna make huge profits uh, there is usually like a pattern to how we make profits during the season and some tournaments are less predictable than the others but i just know that this tournament is bad next one is going to be much better um i also one of the main things that amateur investors do is they include a lot of emotions and judgments about players in the first minutes of watching the match this is something I try to eliminate and I try to encourage people as well on Z code because because I see a lot of negativity when a player loses the first set and I always try to tell people, look, this is only the first set, there's two more to go. Do not ever judge a player based on the first set. You have to judge the player based on how he plays in the second set. And most recently there was Nadal against Djokovic in the final of French Open and you know, Nadal lost the first set and he he didn't look very well, but I didn't feel emotional about being on this match. I just had all these logical things in front of me, all the statistical analysis. And I knew that Nadal knows how to, how to turn the matches around. And, you know, it takes only two shots to make, to turn the match around. The crowd goes behind you and starts rooting for you. And you feel more, a lot more confident about hitting winners and, you know, tennis is a very, very fast match, uh, very fast sport. So you just have to know how to exclude emotions from it. Bet, try to bet without emotions, and then you will definitely make a lot of profits from tennis. Well, one of my favorite questions that I like to ask everybody that comes on the show has a little bit more to do with the business side of it. But kind of what are your secrets of bankroll management to stay profitable during, you know, both the hot and cold streaks you might go through? Um, as I said previously, I try to stick just to this mindset that you know, one, one, maybe one tournament may not be as profitable, but then next one is going to be much better. So that's what that's one of my things. But um, overall, when we have a, a losing week, week and we dropped a couple of units and it didn't look very well, I started this recovery mode, which basically we we start off by paying bets with one unit each and then the target for that was to make six units and then we we went to the second the second stage of the recovery where we had three unit bets and we had another goal for that basically when we reached the end of recovery we were in the third stage and we had bets for five units and the recovery was obviously for the amount we lost so we recovered fully and you know it's it's good to have some sort of recovery plan when things are bad, but you know you you, have, you always have to stay confident and that in tennis I will always recover from a losing week because I've been doing this for so many years that I know and I have the confidence that it's it's eventually it's going to turn around even when we have a losing week or maybe two weeks even. So just stay positive, keep your unit size the same, don't change anything, just follow the units units that I release and. You know, if we go into recovery mode, then you know that it's going to start from stage one, one, one unit each, and then three units each. In the recovery, we sort of have less bets as well than we usually do. So 
there is there is less bets, but we overall we we make the profits. Well, I like that having a recovery plan in place. Jake, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. We do wish you all the best. We will continue to follow your live tennis bets for sure. And I just want to say a big thanks from everybody for shedding some light on this somewhat unusual but very profitable sport for us to invest in. Thank you very much for having me. And there you have it. I hope you really enjoyed this one, and I really want to hear from you. Now, imagine if you could ask a question directly to any of our star interview guests and experts. What question would that be? Share your main question, your main challenge in sports investing, and we will make sure to reply to it in the next episode. Simply go to zcodesystem.com forward slash three questions. That's the letter three questions and reply three questions that I have prepared for you. Do it now. It will only take you less than 30 seconds probably to do that. And by the way, we are in the midst of a hot baseball summer, so make sure to check out the new automatic MLB baseball betting robots such as the KISS system and Alpha and Delta Trend. They give automatic picks with unit sizes. It's a fully back-tested approach, complete no-brainer for guys who are just starting out. It will really jumpstart your betting success. Take care. Look forward to talking to you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.